You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. What's up, punters and dribblers? Merry fucking Christmas. Welcome to another episode of the Hello Sport Podcast. I'm on Qualified Opinion and I'm Wavering Bias. Uh, back, Boxing Day. Australia just lost the toss. Or Pakistan won it if you wanted to be more of an optimist. Generally, they chose to bowl first, which is obviously stupid always. So just a nice way to start off. Obviously, that could come back to bite me, but I would say it's always stupid. Well, it is stupid, Tom, because it, it allows us on Boxing Day, uh, one of the nation's spiritual days, uh, it allows us to fucking get in there and pillage runs and score centuries yep. in front of, you know, 80,000 fucking rabid punters and dribblers. So to to give us a layup on Boxing Day again, almost in a sense, a holy day uh, that unites all of us without the religion, yeah. you know what I mean, then then you don't really well, it's get just, it. It's and Pakistan, religion. yeah, right. Exactly. Well, it's our religion, Tom. Uh, and Pakistan don't seem to get that. And if they do, I don't think they've got the cattle to, bring, uh, to pull off a fucking a coup like this, a coup d'etat, Tom. So, no. Good luck, Tom. I think it'll be fucking, I think it'll be about one for 500 at the end of the day and we'll be on our merry way. Mm-hmm. Now, for those of you watching on YouTube, we are doing this remotely. I not next to Eddie, Eddie not next to me, Tobler not next to any of us. We're doing it through the magic, the power of technology. I've still come into the studio because it was, you know, uh, we can get into that, but I'm in the studio on my little camera setup. Eddie, where do we find you? Mate, I'm in Robertson. I've been, um, I've basically been relegated out to the fucking out to the garage because um, everyone wanted to have breakfast. Fair enough. Not my house. Makes sense. But I am in the garage. That's why you've got the beautiful the beautiful brickwork behind me here. Um, Listen, we are are connected through the power of technology, although I will say that... Poor Australian. It never goes... It never goes quite right. Not even the internet, mate. Like, we're trying to connect our fucking external mics... Um, a wily punter and dribbler will notice that we're on the AirPods. Mics wouldn't connect. Didn't want to do it. They're showing no. up on the screen. Mm-hmm. H5, there it is. Tick, fucking select the box. Off we go to the races. No, nah, nothing coming through. No sound. No. Fucking nothing. Fucking frustrating, punters and dribblers. So if you listen, if the quality's a little bit down from the lofty standards you expect of your of your heroes, that's why. Yeah, it's it's horizontal season tech, right? Like. Sorry, yes. we aren't fucking. This isn't whiz bang professionalism. Also, I am drinking a daily multivitamin on camera. If you're watching, not a big deal, but it will become important. Pay attention in the incoming months. Uh, phenomenal. Uh, look, it's horizontal season tech. It is what it is. Fuck technology. Fuck those that create it. Like, thank you for your help, but like, it's not that fucking user friendly. It's just not. It wasn't that hard, but there's always something. That's kind of like me with handyman shit. I can get I can get to the point of like completion and then something stops me from completing, you know? Yeah, I know exactly what you mean, mate. Something just something just pops up and stops you from completing. Very Yeah, whether it's a thought of your nan or if it's like someone coming in or it's a cat licking your foot, you know, it'll stop you from completing. Yeah. yeah. Or enhance it, depends. I mean it just depends. The luck of the draw. Are you talking about a cat a cat licking your foot? No, I'm saying if someone was to come in and join you. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. Okay, I get that. Man, I could help. You get that, do you? Um, 
Nah. Well, depends who, doesn't it? Really. How is yeah, your Christmas, like, mate? If you, if how you, is, walk, how if is, you how... walked in, big trouble. Yeah, I wouldn't help you. I reckon what if I came in and I just started like massaging you while you're on the job? <laughs> yeah. Nah. Nah? Nah, mate. Not what for me. What if I was... What about positive? What about positive like pep talk, like reinforcing? Like, come on. Come on, Eddie. See, listen, horizontal season tech missed, missed your whole bit there, mate. Missed your whole gag. Ah, uh, shit, dude. It wasn't even a gag. Well, I mean, <laughs> listen, I'm disappointed. Sure, sure, I'm disappointed. The people at home will know, but they won't obviously get the reaction that we're all hoping, which is rapturous applause. I just had a testing pop as well. <laughs> Fucking hell. It's really just, it's tough stuff. <laughs> oh, tough so, stuff. So but Merry Christmas, Merry you, Christmas, mate. mate. No, you're right, mate. You're good. You just cut out for that brief moment. But to answer an earlier question, Tom, if you'll if you'll allow me, Christmas yesterday was good. My first Christmas with the Dumbrells, my first Christmas playing away, so to speak. Had the away kit on. I uh, yeah. quite enjoyed it. Quite enjoyed it. And I'll tell you why. Um, as much as we love our families, they fucking annoy us and they get on oh. our nerves. And certain there's certain things they say that just really fucking drive a wedge india uh or a knife or however whatever instrument you you want to you want to uh, imagine but you know what i'm talking about punters and dribblers it's just people people from yep. your own family fucking piss you off sometimes and when you play away mm-hmm. you're freed of that burden completely freed of it everyone's polite to you because you're a guest so to speak everyone was really nice everyone was saying nice things everyone was in a good mood generally mm. speaking which helped obviously there was bickering but you get that in a, in a household of all girls it's just part for the course so to speak but but i was treated uh like the guest of honor that i am i suppose i would say even mm. though i've been in, in and around the family for 13 years guest of honor was still rolled out again first christmas heaps of gifts Heaps of presents for yours truly, which was nice because I usually don't get a whole lot. No offense to mum and dad, but like when you're playing away, you get a little bit more. Um, and that's what yesterday was, which was nice. We made cocktails, Tom. Uh, what's frustrating me greatly is that my cocktails aren't up to restaurant grade just yet. That's really fucking starting to piss me off because I'm like, what is it? What do I need to tweak here to Ugh. get them up to restaurant grade? Because that's what I want. I want to be able to Ugh. roll out restaurant grade cocktails to the people. Well, well, yet, let, me, let, me let me stop you there. Let me stop you there. Let me stop you there. You don't want restaurant grade, Eddie. You want Michelin hat grade. Like, that's what you want. You want five-star <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Michelin hat yeah. cocktail. Because restaurant grade, we've all had some restaurant grade Three cocktails hats. and those taste like shit. Yeah, I want three hats. I want I want to blow your fucking socks off. I want your knickers yeah. to come flying off. Yeah. Or your jocks. Soak I mean, I'm, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. I want I want people soaking themselves. And I'm not there hmm. yet. Uh I no. intend to be. Hopefully by holidays end. But we fucking yes. ate well, which was nice. Every year at my household it's like roast pork, which I love, obviously. But this year was a bit different. We had a bit of ham. We had a bit of fish. We had a bit of roast beef. We had a bit of sashimi. Tom, guess where I went? Down in Nataris. Our old mates down in fucking Cronulla. Used to be in Alexandria. Popped in. Paid him a visit. Ken reports still absolutely fucking best in class. So shout out to Nataris really? for delivering the Christmas okay. goods. Oh, bro. Yeah. I just went fucking hard in the paint. As much tuna as you could, as they had. I, I, I bought them out of tuna. I bought them... 
I bought a fuckload yeah. of salmon. I bought a fuckload of kingfish. Unbelievable. And then Tim got five dozen oysters. Unshocked punters and dribblers. Unshocked. So it's pretty good. Well, Tim's the oyster pretty king, good. right? If you're going to get oysters from it, if anyone's going to bring oysters, you want it to be Tim the oyster king. Uh, yeah, much you do. like the tiger king, but the oyster king. That's right. That's right. Um, so that was nice. And then we washed it all down with Ricky Gervais's new special, which was which was humorous. Oh, is it good? Is it good? I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. He's so fucking clever. Fuck, he's clever. I was thinking about him the other day and whether he, because you hear like a lot of comedians when they're working on new specials, they're like going around to like clubs and working it out. And I'm like, I never, yeah. obviously Ricky, I don't fucking, but I'm like, does he do that? Or does he just get up there and just fucking raw dog it? Surely he'd have to work that shit out somewhere. But he just doesn't strike me as a big like club comic Club guy. guy. No, no. He doesn't. Anyway. I don't have an answer to that, Tom. He references the no, fact that he ran a few things by his wife. In that. Yeah, okay. Interesting. Well, I'll watch it. Well, I had a little different Christmas. Um, won't get too much into it, but missed the baggy green long lunch last week with, unfortunately, Evie Rose getting fucking sick again. Um, but this time, comfortably the most hectic uh, of all. She got a, a rare... And when I say rare, like a couple hundred kids a year get it. Um, autoimmune disease called Kawasaki disease, which also doesn't seem like a real thing, which was hard to take at the start because I felt like I was being lied to from the outset. Um, <laughs> hectic. She had fevers for a week, which we were told was tonsillitis. She had a huge fucking ball in her neck from a swollen gland, which they said had come down with antibiotics. Didn't come down. Friday, she had rash, like a rash all over her body. Still had this fucking thing on her neck. Still had fevers. Took her to the hospital crazy a mother's intuition like she looked like shit so it's not like it took a fucking mentalist to work out that she was sick but like waking up and stuff's like no nah, fuck this we're going to the hospital and um in there she's fucking all red her eyes are red she looks fucking sick and then they're like oh we think it might be this kawasaki disease don't google it that's the first thing they said and we're like well gonna gonna google it um it is something, it's like an autoimmune disease where your uh, red blood cells or your blood cells become inflamed. Uh, your immune system goes into overdrive and the concern is that the inflammation, it can, it's in, like it's, it's a random where it pops up over your body, but then they're like, the concern is it gets to your heart and then we got big trouble in little Amy. So that was sort of the stress. And so then what they got to do is, there's no test for it either. So they're like, we're just pretty sure this is what it is. Like, okay, like yeah. you kind of just have to wait for like all these relevant things. So then they have to give this shit called immunoglobulin, which is from blood donations. And they need to give a, trans a transfusion of that. And then they hope that that will, they could describe it as like a fire extinguisher. And then after you have that, that will hopefully do, put it all out. And then you yeah. need to, she's going to have like heart checks. She's going to have heart checks next year. But it didn't get to her heart. Like, they were doing all the fucking scans and shit. Like, nothing had got there yet. But they give her this immunoglobulin on the Friday. And we wake up Saturday morning. They're like, oh, the machine fucked up. and wasn't giving it to her all night. Right. Oh, Great. my God. Terrific. <laughs> yeah. And Fuck then, hell. And then, and then, so you got to start it again. And you're, and basically, you're not considered, <laughs> like, able to... You're not, you're not basically considered able to leave until 36 hours after you've had this shit. Like, that's 
They need to see that you need to be like symptom free for 36 hours. So again, I don't give a fuck in terms of like having to be in there for a bit longer, but it was just a bit of a ball. Like it was more like we're out. Like we are out now. She got out yesterday, Christmas day, like midday, but it was fucking hectic. It was also fucking cool to see the shit work. Like her, she was completely red, hands swollen, yeah. all these different symptoms. Then she has this immunoglobulin and it's just like, it just fucking works. And I think it's called Kawasaki disease because the guy was like a Japanese dude who discovered the cure. Like, they still don't even really know how it works, like how it's fixed. They're like, we don't even really know why this mixture of this like transfusion and this uh, an aspirin works, but it just does. So like, mm. don't ask any questions. So roll with it. So just roll with it. Just, just, just shut the fuck up and roll with it a little bit. And we we're like, okay, sweet. Yeah. So mate, like to be honest, to be honest, like the most stressful three days of my life comfortably. Like it was fucking, it was fucking hectic. But all's well that ends well. I will say that the staff at Ramwick Children's Hospital might be the greatest people on earth. Like the way they look after kids. Dude, she came home with like yeah. more fucking toys than we gave her for Christmas. Like it was insane. It was absolutely <laughs> insane. Brand new bluey toys, brand new fucking puppy. Uh, she got two fucking mermaid Barbies. She got an Elsa doll. She got uh, something else. And I'm just like, fuck me dead. But like, again, they're just like the way they interact with kids who are really sick and who like are scared and who, you know, just trying to like distract them and calm them down. It was, it was, it was hectic, but it was also like, you're just going, Jesus Christ, these people are incredible. So shout out to who the, the nurses. And also like, truthfully, because it was, it was stressful, but then I was like, she got home on Christmas. I was like, this is almost like the best fucking Christmas ever. Like, there there were so many families that you just like, you see that aren't going anywhere. It's fucking intense. Yeah. And people with much yeah. more hectic, hectic shit going on. So, bit of a fucking weird few days, but we're out. We're good. She's seemingly on the improve. It was basically just like, she just was like, was like after you have this immunoglobulin shit. I hope I never have to say that yeah. fucking thing again after this podcast. It was like, you just can't have fevers for like 36 hours. So you just, every time you're, every time you're testing her for a temperature, you're like, ah, okay, we're good. But dude, she had fevers for seven fucking straight days, just nonstop. Like, Jesus you just pound it all, it'd go away. Then they'd come back and then you'd pound it with neurofin and then it'd go away. And then you, it was just fucking hectic. Anyway, How the so fuck that's me, you get dude. Kawasaki disease? Well, so it's like, again, bit of a like, you can sort of, it's not, it's not contagious. So it's not something you can just pick up like on the street. Right, 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 right. You can't get it from your local Wuhan wet market daycare. It's like you either need to be like, it'll either sort of pivot off of like a, you run down. So it's like, oh, you're a bit sick. And then for whatever reason, it just triggers it or it can just, it can just happen. But she, what they think it was that she was sick, and then it happened. But also, what's right. funny, dude, and don't don't jump down down my throats here, racist uh, or non-racist people, which is me too. I am also not racist, but the disease does seem to be racist a little bit, given what the doctors told me. So, not me being racist, not the doctors being racist. Kawasaki disease in and of itself slightly racist. They were just like this. Usually, is exclusive to Asian kids. Right. So don't know that why. makes it even fucking rarer. 
Exactly. It's like they said, Asian kids, maybe sometimes <laughs> Greek kids. I don't know what the Greeks are, you know, but there's some Greek kids. And then it was like Anglos and whatever else. It's sort of like way less uh, likely. And also it's usually just like a, it's like, you know, one to five years old. You're like, you, is when you get it. Isn't it so crazy anyway, that it's crazy that there's diseases that are that rare, particularly obviously, and again, not racist, uh, in Anglo kids and they just, they just, they work out what it is. Like how much shit could they, do you need to fucking know? Like how many diseases do you need to, to have uh, in your fucking brain? Like, is it like hundreds and hundreds of thousands? Like what the fuck is it? How can you just pick and go, mm, I reckon that might be Kawasaki that like no Anglo kids in Australia ever get. It's crazy, like, it's crazy to think about the way doctors go about, um, uh, or scientists go about, like, working out what works. Like, this immunoglobulin shit, I'm not entirely sure what it is, but I know that it is from blood. But, like, oh, okay, well, let's just see if we mix this with, like, also giving them regular doses of aspirin, which is, like, an anti-inflammatory. <clears throat> See if that works. Oh, okay, it works. We're not entirely sure why, but fuck it. Let's just go with that. Shout out to Tomasa, Toma, Tomas, Tomaki Kawasaki or something. Shout out to that guy. But it's um, it's wild. There was a there's, a, there's a movie that I that I watched like I remember when I was younger called Lorenzo's Oil. Not to get too deep into this film, but <clears throat> I don't remember what the it's a, it was a movie about a a pet two parents whose son got this fucking disease which all these like kids were getting where I don't know, I can't remember how, what exactly the fucking, the disease was called, but basically it was just like, you'd lost all motor function and you just sort of like, it, you just became like a, basically like a paraplegic. You couldn't speak, not like motor neurons, but I guess maybe kind of like that in, in some sense. Um, but then the parents just becoming so obsessed with this, like, what the fuck is it? What's going on? How do you fix it? Not even scientists. They like, worked out the cure for this thing and it was and the, it's called lorenzo's oil because that's the thing that cures these kids and now it's like they just take this oil and you're good it's like if you get diagnosed with it, it's like we well, just got to take this oil yeah 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 yeah. anyway lorenzo's oil shout out to it one final question shout is, to is he of kawasaki fame like is he is he like got motorbike lineage and shit now this was something that i haven't had time to research for obvious reasons Although you could argue plenty of times sitting in a hospital, maybe I did have time to research it. I don't know whether the Kawasaki name, the great Kawasaki name, Edward, is akin to a Smith in Australia. You know? <laughs> I don't know whether it's yeah. just that there are great Kawasakis everywhere or whether this is a son of a fucking motorbike billionaire who's decided to mm. try his hand at, at you know, diseases. Marnus looks like I he's crying as he sings the anthem there. I love it. Love that. I think probably more likely that the Kawasaki are great people, Tom. Mm. Yeah, proud people. A, a, a great and a proud people of of doers, of mm. of absolute doers. Like a man, yeah. A man sees a disease, cures it. Another man sees uh, or has a need for speed and just creates like elite bikes. That's what yeah, I would say exactly. the Kawasaki's, having never met them. Having never met them. Obviously. Personally. But uh, haven't had the I, honor. I, I'd haven't like had to, the I'll honor. reach out. No. 
No. Um, now that you... obviously that leads to me missing. It leads to me missing the the baggy green long lunch, which again I couldn't I couldn't have given less of a fuck about in the moment, given the circumstances. <laughs> now that things have started to quieten down, God willing, and they continue to do mm. so. I'd be lying if I said that I wasn't keen to hear a little bit more. The only information I really have was a random video I saw either on the punters and dribblers or on Instagram of what looked like a 4am rendition of how to make potties. And I saw Tobler standing there in the background with a bunch of dribblers very, very late in the, in the night. It is sort of how I would characterize what I saw. Yep. Um, listen, baggy grain, long lunch. Although we were missing a man, we it, it went on and and we marched on into the good night and we had a fucking an absolute rip snorter. Uh, great turnout, really healthy turnout. Uh, everyone in a good mood. Although last year, I think there was a lot of like a lot more potentially of. I don't know who the fuck any of you cunts are. Not just from my perspective, but from everyone's perspective. But this year, yes. there was a little bit. You could tell that that there was it was friends catching up. I think this year. I think yeah. that's what I, how I would describe yeah. it. Was it was was friends catching up from an for an annual lunch on the longest day of the year, the summer solstice teammates. in the Southern Hemisphere, punters and dribblers, teammates, teammates, brothers, Tom, brothers. Yeah, everyone had yep. the greens on. Uh, we we got fucking Sam Rigney um, welcomed into the eleven, which was a nice moment. Tom, a couple of words mm. said, beautiful stuff. Um, a bit of a group hug, which was nice. I would suggest mm. a few bum pats, bum pats. I didn't I didn't dish any out. I don't think, but there would have been some. Uh, have yep. I lost my camera already? Fucks. You have lost your camera, buddy. Punters and dribblers, as always, we are brought to you by the primo betting platform of this great nation of ours, and that's Neds. Big fans of Neds. We love Neds. They uh, have been huge supporters of us, huge supporters of everything we do over here, and we love them. Now, Eddie, if you're a punter or a dribbler and you want to engage with the community on Neds, how are you doing? It's very, very simple. Either you can follow Tom and I... It's even Tobler if you're a loser. You can follow our profiles in the Ned's profile section, but I think a greater use of your time is to join the About Even group under groups. Now, the code to get in is Dribbler. If it's not Dribbler, it's Dribblers. Forgive me. There you can follow all our tips, me, Shebos, Gurus, Burmos, sometimes Tobler, but again, who cares about him? It's a great community environment where we tip winners, we tip losers, mostly learners, losers, but sometimes winners. That's it. Shout out to Neds. Now, what's gambling really costing you? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Punters and dribblers, you voted with your, with your mouths, and Good Day has been popular with you all so far. Thank you very much to everyone who has uh, got around it, sampled it, tried it. But there's plenty more to go around, and we, we, we believe in this thing, the daily multivitamin, and we think you all should have a go. There's more gullets to be pounded. Correct. You know what I mean? Like, if I'm looking at, if I'm looking at the gullets of this nation, not enough gullets... Full of good day. That's right. For mine. Well, listen, we see it. We we see we see gullets that need to be filled, and we are in the business of filling gullets. I'll say this, Ed. We've been on it for a while now, and it helps uh, with mental clarity. It helps with energy throughout the day. Uh, it helps with liver 
cleanliness and function. Which we, I know, health. I know there's a shitload of you that need that. There's I a know shitload of you out there. For a fact, you need a good scrub of the internals. Correct. I know that. For we know sure. it. Now, if you already got your own multivitamin that you're taking, don't bother changing. We're not asking you to change. But if you can you, if you want. You can, but you don't have to. But if you do nothing, if you do nothing for your health, then you've got to start somewhere. Now, if it's a run for you, that's great. But your nutritional health is something that we all fucking ignore. Good day is an opportunity for you to make smart decisions. The least you can do is a little good day. Use the code dribblers for 20% off, punters and dribblers. 20% off. It's our gift from us to you. Begoodhealth.com.au. Um, mate, so Sam Rigney was inducted into the 11. There was tears. There was um, rapturous applause. There was hugs. There was kisses. There was group hugs. Beautiful stuff. Everyone mm-hmm. unanimous in their praise for how to make potties. Available now on Spotify, Sam Dribbley, also known as Sam Rigney. A fucking, a beautiful moment, I think, Tom, for the 11. Um, it was upsetting that you weren't there to witness it, but again... Yeah. I fly the flag, baby, and I, I fucking led the man. We were given gifts, which was nice, like tequila and fucking all manner of things. Um, I like that see, Thomas I like that. Should Can have. I just Hopefully say, he hasn't drunk it. I just, I like that. It is that I like that. Maybe a part of what we create here is that at the dribble long lunch, so obviously we're putting on lunch for everyone. That you come, much like the three wise kings of Orientar. Three kings or whatever that him is like that you come bearing gifts for us. Yes, yes. Uh, a couple of notable gifts that I will uh, I'll shout out. Uh, Ned Brockman got us a very nice bottle of tequila. Very. Oh, nice. did he? Yeah. Now we got tequila, and I'm not and I'm not impugning other people's work. It's just it just happened that uh, Milk Baron Ned Brockman got us a really nice bottle of tequila. So okay. shout out to him. Um, but he was, but he was one upped. He was one up by Jason and Jorge Alda, who got us a fucking a a wooden box with about seven or eight cigars in it, good cigars, a cigar cutter, and a fucking jet lighter, and it's like it's got Hello Sport engraved into it. Fucking like so, like a leap, like just can a I can stuff. I see it? Is it a just a wooden box or is that a full blown humidor? There's a there's a well we were trying to work it out. There's a there's a thing in there that like apparently keeps the fucking the humidity down in there. Yeah, well that's a fucking humidor, dude. That's like the legit. That's like cigar box cigar maintenance one hundred and one, dude. That's why whenever you go and get them from stores and shit, they're in like a wooden thing usually, and like you you go in there. So if we've got our own humidor. That's good. We also need to. And obviously, this might sound like a fiscally irresponsible uh, motivation, but given that we can't smoke cigars in this studio, we may need to look to move out. Well, I don't know. We have actually got a little outdoor area. I don't know if you've ever noticed it. Have you ever noticed our little outdoor area? As in just at the... You know, like the the little V V next to the building? The little gap? You just wedge yourself in there. You can set up chairs and shit. Bro, I was looking yeah. at that recently. I was like, I was like, there's nothing, yeah. there's nothing, no one's using that space. You could put, you could put like chairs and shit out there for sure. <clears throat> Dude, you could backyard blitz it. We go in there with a fucking, with yeah, a yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. That's actually, that's actually pretty good content. I think us like taking care of our backyard. Yeah. 
there's just this weird. It's just there's like a where little the tree. Building... There's a little tree in there, dude. It's just like where all the buildings meet, and they just haven't found a way to properly yes. utilize this weird triangle of space. Correct, but you could get. I re- I dare say you could get what eight blokes out there sitting down pretty comfortably. Yeah, you'd need to you'd need to get flat packs though and build it in there because there's no way you're carrying a table through that little gap. No, I'm just saying it's fucking there to be pounded, and that's probably going to be our cigar area for now. Yeah, and also, um, like, I mean, who's to say we couldn't put a little gate on there? No one's using it. Just like, sorry, <laughs> this is ours. <laughs> just climb it. Hundred yeah. percent. Couldn't agree climb. more. I think it's a great idea. Um, anyway, but Jorge, all day, Jason, they won. They won gift of the day. They won. They won gift of the day. So, you know, I think worth worth mentioning and worth reiterating, Tom, that the easiest way to our heart has always been through gifts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have also had a lot of people saying something gifts. like, "How do I get? How do I get a baggy green?" And it's like, listen, you don't ask for starters. You can't ask for how do you get a baggy green. You you can't no. just do. Either we ask and then you, so we might say, hey, mm-hmm. give us fucking Christmas carols and then that damn Rigney emerges, right? But also, the funny yeah. thing about that humidor is that could have got them a baggy green on their own. Yeah, and I know I, I expressed that to them. I was like, this yeah. is obviously baggy green worthy. They were aware of that. So technically, you could argue Jason Jorge and the great Marcus Finacharia have all earned two baggy greens, technically, by the letter of the law. They yeah. obviously don't get yeah. a second one. That'd be stupid. No. But I'm just pointing it out to people, maybe people whose names start with N that are from Newcastle who have been yeah. begging for one should take note of what excellence looks like and what a job well done looks like. That's all I'll yeah. say. But mm. the boys have set the fucking tone for next year. Uh, yeah. So congratulations to them. Uh, but it was a great day. Luke Bracey obviously came. He was a substitute fielder, obviously not part of the 11, but he was there to fucking, you know, try and earn his side some run-out opportunities if one of us yeah. needed to go off and take uh, take a shit halfway through a session. Luke yeah. could come on and fucking, you know, peg the fucking... Job. Peg the kookaburra around and do a job for the team. He did that. He oh, he, uh, he was there before I got there actually just fucking yarning the dribblers getting balls deep into the into the day. So to shout out to to our good friend Nerd Soon Luke Bracey for impressing. I think it's fucking mm. safe to say. There, I'm not yeah. gonna I'm gonna give too much of the of the day out, Tom, because there is part of it where I don't want to go and like just give away all our secrets like Brett Lee did. But um, <laughs> if I it's, and then, and then, Safe and then, that there was some... from Channel Nine stole. Correct, correct. I don't want that to happen. I don't, I don't want to give Channel Nine any more oxygen than they deserve by no. fucking running a piece about what happened at the Baggy Green Long Lunch on the uh, six o'clock news tonight. But no, exactly. There were some nice moments. There's some really nice moments that I told you about off camera um, of Ugh. just dribblers going the big lift for the day. We okay. ended up back at a pub, got kicked out or cut off at like a, I would say early. I would say too early. We then tried to go find another pub. And I don't know if people know this, but 25 blokes trying to get into a pub doesn't work. They look at you and you go, fuck yeah. off. And that's basically, yeah. that, that was our experience of it. Tobler was trying to lead us around, um, almost like trying to lead us to water. 
in the end, it was one of our own, Sam Rigney, the newest member who put his hand up and said, I live close by, we can nip round there, which was nice. I wasn't there for too long. I basically just like reached a point where I was like, I'm, I'm going to smoke bomb and smoke bomb I did. So shout out to me for pulling it off so um, smoothly. But Tobler did hang around to the wee hours listening to live yeah. renditions of how to make gravy or how to, sorry, can, how to make potties. And then I think, get, can we then get I think from there, here? yeah, yeah Tobler, come here. on. I'm here. It was a magical moment. Were there tears? Oh, tears, hands around shoulders, raised glasses, <laughs> just swaying, sing along, singing along. We enjoyed it so much that he actually did another rendition in between. He did a bit of Wonderwall. And then another how to make potties rendition and then mm. finish it off with a sprinkle of powder finger my happiness and the boys were satisfied oh what my time, god what time was this what time of night was this this was at 11 p.m <laughs> yeah. it's not outrageously late what time were you there till no it's not <laughs> uh i left at about 2 30 um when the boys were venturing <laughs> onto their <laughs> next destination at the uh at the hotel but i got out of there at that point, okay, yeah, yeah, right, smart. There was um, smart. there's a couple of there's a couple of blokes that you you could probably predict were going back for kick-ons. You know what I mean? Like Danny you had to imagine who that might be. Yep, I believe Scotty Bellotti may have gone as well. Well, listen, I don't know. I haven't I haven't met Neil uh, Neil so fucking. Oh yeah, I haven't met uh. Danny Exotic, I don't think yet. Or Bellotti, maybe I meant Bellotti. Anyway, I think yes. Sounds like a great day. I look forward to next year. I'm looking forward to seeing that humidor, and I'm I'm actually looking forward to backyard blitzing that little triangle over there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we might have to get Jamie in. Fucking see if he can lend us a hand. Reach out, Jamie Jury. To how how quickly do you reckon into us trying to backyard blitz it? Do you reckon that old bat from upstairs will just start getting angry for no reason? Being like, what are you doing? You're like, mate, this place looks like shit. We're just trying to do it. Uh, oh, we're backyard water. blitzing oh. this shit off. Oh. Oh. <coughs> oh, my God. Pakistan just cannot field, bro. Warner just dropped off a Freedy <coughs> in the slips. Dude, that was a fucking rugby league sitter. Oh, well, Jesus Christ, dude. They can't catch. Are you looking at it? Yeah. On KO, obviously. Probably a good On time to, to move to Probably KO. a good time to mention, yeah, probably a good time to mention punters and dribblers that if you're going to watch test cricket, if you're going to watch any cricket this summer, then if you want to watch it live and ad free on your phone next who's which is propped up on a fucking that's an absolute shocker propped up on a cup of tea then you're going to need KO you just are yeah. KO are the best in the business if you don't have it you're a fucking idiot I think that goes without saying but if I didn't have KO I wouldn't have been able to see a horrific drop there on my phone as I do a potty for the people you also you also wouldn't be able to see your boys getting into their work just taking famous catches uh, thanks to Maccas. Um, not an ad, but an ad. Uh, you wouldn't be able to see that without being on KO, which I think we're on again today, just just quietly. Are we on today? I thought it was day three usually. Or is it day one? 
Uh, I think it's just, I think it depends. I'm pretty sure that today's the day. I've got to, I've got to double check that, but I'm pretty sure. So, I mean, by the time people listen to this, they will have already missed it, but they will have seen it on our Instagram if it is today. So it's don't, don't worry too much. Yeah. Don't beat yourself up about it, but you, you no. Tom and I, big film set guys, obviously big Maccas guys, obviously big classic catches guys. Um, listen, yeah. I think m- most people are smart enough to realize that we've been fucked in the edit, but that's beside the point. Yeah, look, know this. We took some phenomenal catches on set. You don't get it. Uh, and to tell the tale that would bring mass appeal to the masses, obviously they had to do your boys dirty because we took some absolute fucking screamers, but they, you know, creative fucking editing. The magic of the film industry, you wouldn't get it. They fucked us a little bit, right? You don't get they it. Did. They did. They fucked we us. Got fucked. Basically, they were like, okay, you all those catches. Yeah. No, no, in the edit. All we're saying is when we'd wrapped, uh, when we'd wrapped our catches and we've taken, you know, 10, 20, 30, 40, like, miraculous grabs, when we're reviewing the footage, you can't help but notice that we're, we're reviewing dropped catches not made ones. Yes. Uh, just want that on the public we record. Like, just want that on the public record. We took screamers. We're big screamers, guys. While we're, again, we're doing this for Cowboy. We're watching it right now. Boxing Day test. Nothing better. I am, when I leave here, Eddie, I'm going to fucking get a shitload of seafood to take home to my family. Uh, such is the hunter I am. Hunter-gatherer peoples. I go and hunt <laughs> fresh seafood and uh, shimi from a seafood outlet. Um, but I just am so horn to get home and just watch cricket. Dave Warner, beautiful shot, but he is looking a little bit weird. He's looking a little bit uh, nervous, Dave. I will say that early doors. Well, it's a big day, mate. Big occasion. No yeah. pressure because he's he's he secured his finale, so to speak. But you want yeah, to make runs the press- for no. the nation on Boxing Day. Pressure. Your, your last Boxing Day. So pressure is there. I think every Correct. fucking, it's your last Boxing Day. It's your last Sydney. Like you want to be coming out there and basically, like if I'm Dave, I want to be fucking Mitchell Johnson's top knot every single time I have an opportunity to do so. I just want to be like, you know what I mean? Sit on it and spin sort of stuff. I'm hearing you. Sit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would like a celebration from Mitch, which is just a double fingers to fucking wherever Mitchell Johnson's commentating. Come on, fuck you. Yeah. Well, I mean, we might get that if we're lucky enough today. And if he keeps getting fucking, if he keeps getting dropped like that, then he's every chance of getting a hundred. Because that's that's mate. It's almost one of those things. It's almost one of those things where if you get dropped in that manner, you do make a hundred. You know what I mean? Well, you know what this is. This is also like, I love this about Australia when we're up and about. Is like now. Fox uh, Fox Cricket is just showing drop catches from Pakistan this to this series already. You just like, oh, this is this is good stuff. This is they can't catch. They're, they're, we're so much better than them now. Like, let's just go and show all of their disgraceful fielding from literally they've played one test. Yeah, let's just fucking smash them into the ground. Oh, How's that sound? it sounds great. <coughs> yeah, love it. No, it absolutely sounds, love it. Absolutely terrific. Um. Now, I just want to try and remind myself of a couple of notes we may or may not have here because it's been a weird fucking time. Um, I don't... Look, we're not big politics guys. You know that, Ed. 
you know that you and me we're not big politics guys. No. Um, not big politics guys. You and me, Edward. Right? Never have been. Not our. Not our mo. Politics. That is. I will say this though, as fuck me, Kawaja just almost edges one. The fact that the ICC aren't letting him even wear a fucking peace sign on his cricket bat. I just find that like people are like don't make politics in sport. I'm like, didn't didn't the ICC make everyone fucking take a knee for Black Lives Matter like a year ago? Where like before every game, entire teams had to fucking drop to their knees for Black Lives Matter. Not saying it's bad, but like that seems to me like a political statement. Wasn't Kawaja can't say that all lives matter, and then he can't wear a black armband for fucking the the seven thousand plus children that have been killed in Palestine. Not a political statement. And then he's, you got fucking, you got a uh, friend of the show, uh, Manus Labashain, has a, some sort of Christian thing on his bat, as well as other people who do, and he can't have a peace sign. Like, I find it way more unpalatable when, I find it way more unpalatable when sporting bodies force political agendas, a la taking a knee, fucking the, uh, manly fucking up with the jersey thing like i get it but i find that way more of a like you're getting politics rammed down your throat as opposed to like one person deciding to go like i'm just gonna make this statement myself and again if he was saying like free palestine on his bat i can understand how that may be a bit too fucking on the nose but to just put a peace sign on there when there is evidence of other like examples of other people doing it you're like what the fuck is going on it seems like a fucking weird one, Tom. It really does. And it's a weird hill from the for the ICC to fucking die on, so to speak. Like, who gives a shit if he's got a fucking peace sign on his bat? Like, who actually gives a shit? You giving you you denying him the opportunity is actually like it's almost working against you in a sense. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, you're making way more attention to it. Way more attention. Like if he just walked out there with a peace sign on his bat, who would anyone blink a fucking eyelid? I don't think no. so. I think you. Really I think would. you blink an eyelid really now. Would. I mean, you blink an eyelid now because you've made such a big deal of it. I'd be surprised if the cameras even picked up on it. To be honest, like it's just fucking. Seriously. It's absurd. The only, the only reason I knew Marnus had a fucking some Christian like eagle or some shit in his bat was because Fox League, uh, Fox League, Fox Cricket did like a piece on it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that was all it was. I wonder what they can do. Like. Like, if he hits 100, like, can you gesticulate after 100 and do something? Yeah, well, because, yeah, like, of course that you can. Well, they'll probably fine him. But I remember a couple of years ago, I was, like, reading an article. Usman Khawaja was playing a game against India, and they were all wearing, like, military-style hats in support of, like, troops that had died and shit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. There has been many, 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 many occasions of people supporting things or you know showing signs of solidarity that just are absolutely play on you can't help but feel like it might be the fact that yeah it might be agenda driven it might be the fact that like the the thing that he wanted to wear on his shoe was in the palestinian colors i can't know for sure but it's just it feels like that to me i i was lit I was listening to a podcast, the ABC Grandstand podcast with uh, Ed Cowan and, ah, oh, fuck, the guy's got a, a strange name. I can't remember it, but he's a journo. And it's a good, it's a good podcast. 
um, Ed Cowan. I really enjoy listening to Ed Cowan, although sometimes I will say this, he does, the way he speaks, it gives off a fart sniffy tone, but I kind of find <laughs> myself agreeing with a lot of what he says. Yeah. Um, but he was talking about how, like the the sort of religious backgrounds of all of the major cricketing nations and how there's obviously a lot of Muslim backgrounded uh, uh, cricketing nations, but then there's obviously Christian centric ones. But he was like, they've got such a like, you, you, they kind of always need to be so careful not to allow anyone to really do too much of anything because of what could potentially, you know, like there's, there, there are nations that are currently like almost, they can't play in their own countries because they hate each other so much. Right. Like you've, there's well, all this, India like, and Pakistan, all in, India and so, Pakistan can't play test. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So it's like, there's so much going on that you kind of need to be like, listen, dude, we can't be doing anything. Even though there's examples of other players doing stuff, but I guess they're they're more like just general. I'm a Christian. I got mm. a fucking Christian thing on my bat, as opposed to one that is in direct response to a, an ongoing conflict. But shit, like it's hardly fucking. I mean, I don't find it divisive. I don't know. I don't understand it. Some people are so fucking angry about it. It's like most people, are like whatever. My what's in. Kevin Middlemass, Michael Middlemass. Sorry, I'm just trying to get a guy who does Michael Middlemass? a podcast with something middle. Corbin, Corbin Middlemass. Corbin Middlemass. That that was that came out of nowhere. That fucking from you, Tom. Well, dude, I tell you what. It, I tell you what it shows is that I'm so fucking talented that I can be having a conversation whilst in the background I'm running like some high fucking high. Uh, I can now I'm running out of words. I'm basically running scans in the background of my mind whilst having a conversation. Yeah, that was really nicely done, mate. You painted your picture perfectly there for the punter and the jibber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. thank you. Lovely, thank lovely, you lovely, much. lovely, lovely stuff. Um, punters and dribblers, I have got to go because I've got other shit to do. So I, I hope that you are grateful for Tom and I and Tobler for fucking giving up part of our boxing day to satisfy your just uh, insatiable fucking urge for dribble and for yarn. Hope we've done that for yeah. you. Wish you all a great fucking day. Uh, boxing day. I don't even know what the fuck boxing day means, to be honest, but obviously... No. It's, it's, obviously, it's a holy day for, for many. So enjoy it, bathing, I don't think it's drinking. a holy day. I don't think it's a holy day. I think no, no, I mean, holy, holy day, day holy day for us, Tom, which is what I referenced at the start of the oh, podcast, yes. saying that it is our it is our holy day. Obviously, yeah. I know it's not a um, holy day, but be... define holy. No. Yeah, the wealth. Yep, I could. Um, we're not going to do this on New Year's Day, obviously, which is next Monday. Are we going to come back for maybe another a Tuesday fucking how are you? Yeah, we would probably we're looking at the second, weren't we, Tobler? Yeah, looking at the second. Yeah, sweet. All right, beautiful. Um, much love to you all, punters and dribblers. Also, just a quick one before we go, Eddie. The white punters and dribblers hats. Yep. Where are they? What's happened? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let it. I'm gonna peek behind the curtain here as Dave Warner plays and misses <laughs> again. Uh, we sold more uh, of the the punters and dribblers hats uh, in what in 14 hours than we sold in the entirety of last year for those pink ones. So. Firstly, thank you very much to every one of you. It was fucking huge. 
we took the sale down because we were worried that our 3PL were not going to be able to cope under the fucking absurd amount of hats they had to get. So we just were like, let's put a pause on it and then we'll kick things off again once we've got that first batch out and to the public. If you still haven't got yours yet, it's probably an Oz Post problem at this stage and one of it's a very hectic time of year. So, like, they, you know, but those, you know, most Listen, people have unfortunately, got them, so seen them out in the wild now. Oh, yeah. We've seen them out in the right, wild, all right. Unfortunately, punters and dribblers, Oz Post, they behave as Oz Post do. They, they deliver on time. They don't deliver on time. They lose shit. They don't lose shit. You got standard stuff, beating express stuff. Listen, it is what it is. It's out of our hands. I appreciate your patience, and I we all we we appreciate mm-hmm. your support because you've gone the fucking big lift in a big big way, and we love you for it. And yeah, enjoy your twenty twenty four membership, baby, because it looks unfucking believable. Correct. Correct on all of the above. Um. But so, Eddie, do we have any uh, information for the punter and the dribbler as to when that'll be back up? Uh, I would say likely in the next, probably Thursday, likely Thursday, punters and dribblers. So keep your eyes peeled. We'll give you a, a word of warning on the Instagram. Sweet. Beautiful. Much love to you all. And we'll see you next week. Go Manly. Bye-bye. Best of Thursday. Could you two just not talk anymore? Punters and dribblers, just need to tell you about uh, the number one rosé ever created. That is uh, Big Day Rosé. Your boys here, obviously, Rosé Barons, amongst other things. Don't mind a rosé. Don't mind it. One that's light, in colour, dry, and fuckable. It's very fuckable. It's up for it. You know what I mean? Oh, this, mate, the rosé's up for it. Whenever you want it. Well, type thing. The the beauty of being a rosé baron is I've always got rosé on hand, which is nice. And I've always got a bottle in the fridge, just getting cold as fuck. You've always got a bottle that's keen. Keen as. Giving me eyes. Yeah, yeah. And fuck me eyes. Yeah, yeah, real fuck well, me, drink eyes. me eyes. A lingering stare. Yes. And had friends over the other night, and obviously I was like, I slipped a bottle out for everyone. Getting stares? Yeah, I was getting stares. It was sort of like whistling at me from the fridge. <laughs> Got out there, ripped the top off it, and we all enjoyed it. And I'm just like, Jesus, dude. Like, they're just, a rose doesn't get better. Still rose drinking season two, it's, in earnest. Oh, God, yeah. It's she fucking won't. hot as shit. 37, 38. They're talking 40 this week, mate. 40 degrees. Tell me that's not rosé drinking season? It is. If you Come haven't got on. any, if you haven't got any, get some. Get some now while the getting's good because the getting won't be good for much longer. Hellosport.shop. Big day rosé. Get You're it. Welcome. Get, get it down. You gob.